across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Green Bank Live. You are listening to Green Bank Live. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to Brimbank Live, Live FM, it's the Connect Podcast with Mikael. Uh, today we have Priya Francis. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, did I pronounce your name right, Priya? Yeah, you got it perfect. Yes, mm-hmm. that was incredible. Um, just tell us a little bit how you're passing this time. Uh, I know everyone is passing it differently. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, um... I'm still doing a little bit of studying. So aside from that, just trying to make music here and there where I can, listening to a lot of new music. Um, But yeah, the same as everyone else, just kind of taking it day by day, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Like all the days, like they're very different. Mm -hmm. Like one blend together. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's good. Uh, (laughs) can Can you give us a little bit of a background? for our listeners to get to know you a little bit yeah um so i'm a i guess you could say like a acoustic r&b alternative r&b singer songwriter yeah i started singing when i was a kid like my parents put me in singing lessons quite young so i've been doing it for a very long time it's been like the one thing that i've consistently done Mm. my whole life um i started writing my own songs around the age of 12 Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, but like from then, it's been a mix of, you know, doing a couple of gigs by myself, mm. doing gigs as part of like an acoustic R&B duo. Yeah. Uh, I'm in a band now as well. And then also just working with other producers, mm. um, writing for other artists and other producers and just collaborating and then doing my own stuff on the side as well. I'm trying to keep that going. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank you so much for telling me. Um, I listened to one of your tracks, um, the one that you have on um, Spotify, Jeans. Can you tell us a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, the background and like the inspiration behind that track? Um, so I think what I've said with with Jeans every time someone's asked me is it's kind of like a growing up sort yeah. of song. Yeah, um, yeah it's really kind of clear of how um, sometimes you like just grow apart from people, but mm. you can still like care for them and have love for them. But it's just mm. like a part of growing up. Like you could be best friends with someone for years and years and years, and then slowly stop talking to them just because you're both going in different directions and there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing mean or mm. um, nasty about it. It's just a, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, the first like the first impression like when i saw the title i was like jeans okay <laughs> oh how is this and it was like um we've reached our limits and then we've grown out of the our, our jeans and I'm like yeah. yes that's yeah perfect. i use a lot of metaphors in my music yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i'm trying to get out of it but like it just ends up happening all the time yeah yeah i love that i love the song i think it's incredible um thank you yeah i really loved it and like the story behind it like like you said like you meet people and you go through like 
different ways like you don't necessarily mm-hmm. like you don't like you don't want to like like I'm, I don't mess with you but now it's like you're just going a different way and I'm going this way but, yeah you know, yeah yeah and it's a perfect song I love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what was the reaction from your friends and like the families any like reactions from that you've heard for the so- song I wrote it with a particular friend in mind who's mm. still like one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she just went through a bit of a rough patch where she probably kind of grew up a bit faster than the rest of us, especially mm. after high school. Yeah. And so um, she was like a bit distanced from us for a while. So I had her in mind when I was writing the song. So she was the first person I showed it to because mm. I kind of wanted to get her opinion before I went full steam ahead with it. Yeah. So I showed her the first original demo and she really, really liked it. This was like early last year. Mm. I showed her the demo for it. Um, but all of my other friends have been able to relate to it in some way because we've all kind of had experiences with that type of thing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the reception has been really good. Most people have some way of relating to it or I've got messages from people who yep. who've listened to it and have been able to to empathize with it and understand it which is good mm. i feel like that's the ultimate when you like mm-hmm. connect connect yeah. with other people through your music yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like 100%. like wow it's amazing <laughs> mm. yeah uh you always like do you always like put your like your growth your growth as a person through your music i try to um i think it happens subconsciously as well yep. um because it's it's really hard for me to write about situations that I haven't been in or if I or situations that I really know nothing about. So a lot mm. of the songs I've written are either directly from my point of view or if I was trying to put myself in maybe like a friend's yeah. um my friend's shoes or someone else who's come to me with their own story. Yeah. So majority of the songs have some sort of personal connection to it and I think the growth just comes through in that naturally at least I hope yeah absolutely I feel like that's definitely one of the things for great musicians you have to like be authentic with yourself Mm. in order to in order for other people to kind of relate to that and I think um we all can like relate to your music because it's so it's so authentic um and it's it's like yeah like we've all been through those situations like growing yeah. up going different directions and like it, it happens every single day for most people yeah and yeah, it's, like, it's a very relatable uh topic for everyone <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. um another thing that i want to touch on is um one of your songs it's an original it's called the night yeah yes it's a uh just listen to it today it's like it's probably one of my favorite <laughs> for me really? songs yeah it's what, the catchiest one um cool. yeah uh how did you come up with that one that one's like whenever i think of that one it's quite an old one for mm. me because it's like from 2016 and yeah. um yeah, the album that it's on, I don't really go back to quite often because I feel like my sounds probably changed quite a bit, but that's probably also one of my favourites from that album too. Yeah. Um, that one was just really simply based of like 
pulling an old nighter during high school mm-hmm. and you know like when time kind of starts warping together and you're not really sure mm. when like it's night and when it's morning and when they've kind of switched um yeah that was just a super simple song that I tried to make sound a lot deeper than it actually was <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was trying to like figure it out like yeah, yeah. it's like yeah it's just, <laughs> I love it and it has like a cool guitar to it and um yeah some I think it's like some drums little little drums and um, yeah who who produced the song did you produce or so at that at that time I was still doing like rough singing lessons in terms of getting yeah. help with like um learning how to produce yeah. learning how to structure songs and that so my singing teacher at the time Nick he he helped me produce that um mm. and he just kind of took like creative direction that I was giving him and mixed mm. it all together and he yeah. did the production of that album which was really handy for me yeah it was it was really good really well done um mm. also with like everything that was put together especially on the chorus like the chorus is so catchy like yeah. with like the background vocals and like the drums and like the guitar yeah, sounds a little bit like a french vibe like dun, dun, dun. it's so like <laughs> i love it so it's so it's so dope i love it thank you <laughs> uh who were like your influences growing up as um so i listened to a lot of soul and r&b growing up yeah. um and then like a bunch of classics like Stevie Wonder was a huge one for me mm. um i listened to a lot of like just Mariah Carey Christina yeah. Aguilera all of those type of artists um and then my mum was always really fond of Nora Jones and her songwriting so that's probably kind of bled into my music a little bit mm. um but yeah my dad was always playing like Alicia Keys and Michael Jackson Um, yeah. And then when I was growing up with, around cousins and stuff we just listened to just like old classic R&B from mm. like the 2000s and the late 90s. Yeah. So that probably has a bit of an influence on not maybe my songwriting um but like the style of music I try and reference mm. when I'm making yeah. my music especially now. Yeah, definitely. I can hear a lot of a lot of like similarities and especially with the singing like your singing is is great um <laughs> yeah it's nothing compared to my mind is off <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah um how did you like start singing how is your like your evolution from like uh doing singing lessons to mm. writing your own songs like how did you get to that point to like just be able to do that um so yeah my parents put me in singing lessons yeah probably around the age of like four or five like really early mm-hmm. um and I think it was just one of those things where I never thought of a reason to stop yeah like I did a lot of sport and I did a lot of other things outside of school as well and mm-hmm. it always got to a point where I was like yeah I've had enough of this like I don't really want to play netball anymore or do swimming yeah um but singing was just always the one thing where I was like oh cool it's this day of the week I've got singing I'm keen to go mm. um and then general singing lessons kind of turned into do you want to learn how to write songs um do 
you want to learn how to play the piano for your songs? Do you want to learn how to record? Mm. Um, and then I took some like basic production courses and technical engineering courses in high school, yeah. which really, really helped me in terms of starting to record myself and getting a bit of an idea. Um, mm. And I think like maybe 2016, 2017, yeah. I really started looking at gigging and making that a serious thing and seeking mm. out opportunities to perform. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I probably started taking it a lot more seriously about 2016, 2017 when I left high school mm. um, and did a music course for uni, was able to make that work mm. and just made so many connections there and was able to collaborate with so many other people. Mm. So I've just kind of somehow managed to... <laughs> find a way to make every like path I've taken relate yeah. back to music in some way. Yeah. Which has been lucky. Yeah, you definitely there's a there's an attraction there and there's like a deep passion there, I think. Yeah. I, 100%. Yeah, my story is kind of like similar. Um yeah. but not with the singing. My singing it was like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, but with the music it always like seemed to like find its way back. Like yeah. I'll go this mm -hmm. way, I'll do sports and all this other shit, and then I'll come back. And it's like yeah. music is always like guiding you towards like like you know, there was something there was something there, like there was you know, it was like a passion of mine. And um so I guess what I was trying to ask you is like, you know, what is the thing that keeps that intrigues you a lot about music like why do you love it so much like you know um that's a good question yeah. I think it's just like the opportunity to be able to express your own growth without necessarily having to like spell it out for people um I think also I just listen to a lot of music in my free time. Yep. So even if I wasn't a musician, I think I'd just always be wanting to be a part of that type of industry or that type of scene regardless. Yep. Um, but I always find that I'm enjoying myself the most when I'm either singing, like singing with my band or just like singing in a corner in a bar and like no one's even looking at us, but like my friend's playing the guitar and I'm singing and we're like laughing mm -hmm. um, and going through a set list. Like I always have so much fun then, or even if I'm just sitting in my room and trying to learn a new song on the guitar to sing and like yeah. record a cover too. Mm -hmm. Like I always find myself having the most fun and it's such an easy way to connect with people, yeah. um, which I think is probably one of the biggest, biggest things that attract me to music. Yeah. 100%. It definitely like opens up a lot of doors and like mm. you can, you can yeah. easily you can easily connect with people that you've never like thought in a million times like yeah. I would never be talking to this person I would never be like in this guy's presence and but now yeah. it's like it's one of those things that kind of like <laughs> opens up mm. the doors for everyone which is like 100%. super crazy. Mm. So what are you listening to at the moment? <laughs> oh um. I'm listening to a lot of Gibeon. He released, I think, like two songs recently. He's got okay. a lot of good, good music out. Mm -hmm. um, Snow Allegra is great. She's a like wonderful singer. So good. 
Mm. Um, her, her, I really like. I, I really some, like. I, I heard some similarities between you. She's and... a huge inspiration. Like I when heard... I when I first discovered her, I was like, she's sick. There yeah. are a lot of songs that I'd love to um, love to cover of hers, or even mm. just references like tracks for myself. Um, yeah. Trying to think of more. I I always go back to Kehlani. Um, Kehlani, yeah. Like even her old, old, old stuff. Yeah. Um, from like 2015, 2016, earlier. Was it, uh, you were supposed to be here, one of those? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to that one. You should be here. That one was amazing. Like all her early mixtapes are great. And then even like her recent stuff Mm. is just as good. Mm. I always enjoy her and I always end up going back to her. Um, But yeah, I listen to a really random mix of music. Like Mm. I feel like everyone does now. Yeah. Um, people are a lot more open to listening to a bigger range of music, which is cool. Mm. But yeah, just kind of listen to whatever's on the playlist at the moment. Yeah, it's a really cool like playlist that you listen to. Um, I love her. I think she's amazing. I think mm-hmm. she can play like I don't know, like three different instruments and like sing. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So there's like a yeah. similarity between you guys. Between I, me. Yeah, I really like the pockets that she's she finds herself in and the different grooves she's able to come up with, mm. like just on her own. Mm. I think yeah, there's a lot to look up to there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is she like your favorite, like your top top artist? Because no, I have mine. No. Mine is like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I kind of separate people like Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. And mm. Alicia Keys is just like people who I never like never touch. Mm. Like they're just there always. Um, but my top artist is yeah, it's probably John Bellion. John um, Bellion. Yeah, he's super cool. Um mm. I found him in like 2015, I wanna say. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm obsessed with his music and his production. Um he does a lot of writing for other artists as well, a lot of ghostwriting, mm. a lot of production. He's super cool. He, um, I think he produced and wrote Holly, the new one by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I listened to he a little bit. That one. Um, mm. He's done quite a few, quite a few big ones. Yeah. So he's probably like one of my biggest inspirations. Awesome. Yeah, you definitely have a lot of great influences and it, yeah. it shows in your music. <laughs> I'm is, glad. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Um, what else was I supposed to say? Um, so you live in Melbourne. Yeah. And yeah. Um, how is your experience being so far as a musician in the music music scene in melbourne i think melbourne has one of like the best music scenes Mm. ever like hands down i think um there's just so much going on in so many different places and i think there are so many artists working super hard so it's really hard to become bored here Mm. and there's always just room for opportunities and then there are people who are just creating opportunities for themselves um there's a lot of a lot of Melbourne artists who are working really, really hard across yeah. the board in terms of genre. Mm. Um, and yeah, 
I think being um, an artist in Melbourne is probably one of the best places to be, at least Australia-wise, if you're really wanting to experience the industry. I love it here. Yeah, there's definitely a lot different like artists different genres and like multi-genre artists people rap sing uh play instruments like it's so like there's a lot of talented people for sure Mm. are you currently working on any music um so (laughs) jeans was originally gonna be on an ep Mm. um but it just worked out really well and it took a lot less time than we thought it would Mm. um i'm currently working with a producer jared hambleton and i've been 17 no 20 2018 i think um and we've just been he's the one who's produced like all the singles i've released Mm. since 2019 um and so we were initially going to release Jeans a lot later on an EP, but the EP is taking a lot longer than anticipated. Um, we've been working on it for nearly two years. And I think it's just because um, just a lot of, like, growth has happened in those two years. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, like, 2018 to 2020, I think musically is where I've grown the most yeah, in terms of relate. finding, like, my own sound and... Mm-hmm and improving in my writing and trying to try new things. Yeah. Um, I've even like upped my own production game in the last year or two. So there are, so I, mm. I haven't felt ready or like happy to release an EP when yeah. I know that I can do better Yeah. already. Like mm. in the time that we, we, from the time we like wrote the first few songs and had them recorded, Within a year of having those recorded, I was like, Jared, we have to scrap it because I have better songs. Like, I want better songs on here that reflect me now a lot more. Yeah. So it's just been an ongoing process and struggling to find out, tr- struggling to figure out when to call it quits and stop and be like, this is good. Because <laughs> at the same time, I don't want to put out anything I'm not happy with. Yeah. But, yeah, there has to be, like, an end point. But I'm in no rush, so. I'm not yeah. too stressed out about yeah, it. Absolutely. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great to like hear that you like passionate about your music and you want it to sound properly. It's something that. Yeah. Were you always like that? Like just wanting to make the best that you can do at the moment? Or was it something that grew over the time? I think when I was younger, I was very much like oh I have the chance to put stuff out on like Spotify and stuff let's just like pull something together and do it Mm. Uh, which I think is like funny in terms of you you were talking about The Night and that album like that whole entire album I just don't listen to it because I don't know (laughs) if it reflects me at all Um, it may have been like evident of where I was at that time but it's I don't yeah I don't listen to it that much at all whereas I think since about 2017 2018 um, it's more like quality over quantity Mm. and getting stuff out there isn't necessarily the biggest goal because if it's not good then I'm not going to be happy with it and I'm not going to want to put it out I'd rather you know take two years to do something and have it really really good and really reflective of where I am at that time absolutely it's great to like 
it's great to know that there's artists out there that still like care about like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. like the music because it's like 90% of the stuff that you hear it's like they just put it out there and like um that's yeah. what I've kind of like learned it's like yes you can put out something which is like good but like um you have to be happy with the stuff that you put out yeah. and also you have to be mindful of like who's gonna listen to it and like the impact and like mm, 100%. Um, are you always aware of like your impact of your music or you like just I'm gonna put this out I don't care who listens to it <laughs> I used to be really hyper hyper aware of mm. who was gonna listen to it and like what they were gonna read into and what they were gonna take away yeah. and like the reflection I was gonna have on me mm. um but now like I think from the start of 2019 I was like I'm just gonna say what I want to say yeah. and if someone yeah. interprets it some type of way that's on them mm. not really on me like I've said what I've had to had to say yeah. um because for a lot of time I feel like my songwriting was suffering because I was being a bit sensitive about what I was saying and I was didn't mm. want to didn't want to touch topics that were probably too real to talk about yeah. whereas from 2019 I was like stuff it like mm. I genuinely like this song mm. um I want to release it yeah so, yeah I yeah. feel like I feel like as long as your intentions are good like you're not trying yeah to, i'm not trying to hurt anybody like you know yeah um, oh look sometimes my songs are really petty like i have so many petty songs <laughs> um, but like you know i'm not calling anyone out by name and i'm not being super direct about it so yeah. i really don't care at that point like mm. i'm not trying to have someone call me out like later yeah. on so i try not to do the same thing mm. but yeah i have a few songs that are petty but like i'm fine being labeled petty <laughs> yeah it's cool like there's a different vibe to everybody like sometimes yeah. you wake up feeling like this sometimes you wake up feeling like that exactly. and it's not always the case you know we are good <laughs> people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been like a super amazing time talking to you like i can't Thank wait you. to like meet you one day and like yeah for love in the future mm-hmm. when my voice is all good and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's been a pleasure and i can't wait to Thanks listen to me. yeah my pleasure can't wait to listen to your music when it comes out and um yeah it's been awesome thank you all right wait. yeah all right thank you guys for listening to the connect podcast on brimbank live live fm with mikhail Thank you for your friendship for being on the show. We out. Across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Green Bank Live. You are listening to Brimbank Live. Hello guys, thank you for tuning in to Brimbank Live, Live FM's The Connect Podcast with Mikael. Our guest today is Aaron. Thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. It's a pleasure to have you.
Thank you for inviting me. Very excited to be here. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen you. Um, it's it's really great to catch up with you and like talk. I'm sure we're going to see each other um, in the future soon. Um, yeah, how, in the future, yeah. Yeah. How have you been passing your quarantine time? Oh, my quarantine time. I've pretty much been just passing it with... Um, uni it's been like this cycle that I've just been going through like wake mm. up in the morning uni um exercise you know sleep more uni sleep wake mm. up uni exercise you know sleep eat yeah I can't forget the food so <laughs> yeah absolutely I can yeah. relate I can relate to that um mm. so what are you doing at the moment with uni and the you know, placement that you told me a few minutes before yes <laughs> so what i'm doing with uni i'm currently in my final year mm. studying um a teaching degree at deacon so um yeah i'm just in my final bunch of placement that i was supposed to finish like i was going to be like done with uni already but everything because of covid everything has been pushed down so mm. i'm currently doing my last batch um of placement and it's going really well so yeah pushing through and um i've done placement online but now this placement is face-to-face learning yeah so it's really good being able to you know work close with the kids um with the students and just sort of see how they're learning i think it's very important yeah mm. yeah i think teaching is one of those like um rewarding thing to do like especially like if you if you have like passion for it like do you really like do you yeah. have passion for like teaching other people oh this passion of mine i've had it since i was a little girl mm. so all i'm feeling right now is like i'm living the dream that's yeah. what i'm telling everybody like guys this is my dream getting fulfilled you know mm-hmm. so like i never knew that you know I will ever like be in a country like Australia and accomplish this dream, go through education period and being in Malaysia. So every single day, I'm really like grateful and always having that voice that helps me push through. Like I'm getting to my dream, like I'm getting there. Yeah, absolutely. Like I can relate to you. Like um, yeah. as far as being in Australia, like because we moved here, like because I'm Congolese, we're from the same like background and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we moved here in 2009, I think. And we, like I never told you, I would come in Australia. So like being in Australia is, it's been like a great experience. Like how is this experience, like just being in Australia, being in a new country and also how challenging has it been? Uh, it's been amazing. It's mm. like, really amazing to be in a country like this. I, I feel very like honored to just be here, like my family, and what sorry, and what my parents have done for us and you know bringing us here and things I just feel like it's I look back and I think is this for example with school like is this something that I would have been able to do and have the money to do you know we have education here like uni you can study and pay later you have that you know opportunity to do that you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to study you have to you know, all the things, jobs, um, you know, meeting other people, meeting other like cultures, meeting 
meeting everyone pretty much. I think it's just been amazing. I think, um, you know, being here, I think it's a blessing. And, you know, yeah, like still living, still um, I'm going through life. You know, there's been some challenges here and there, trying to adjust, yeah. um, trying to adjust to the country and the area, the location you're living with, in the people you associate with, the friendship group that you're forming, I think they all play a big part in that. But, mm. you know, at first it's challenging, but when you grow and when you, um, you know, mm. be like, when you're doing it over and over, like it, it becomes easy. Yeah, I feel like when you definitely get into like the community and like meet people, like yourself young people with this young people with this like people make music or it's like whatever you do yeah. that you can relate to i think it makes it a lot of easier and um there's definitely a lot of cultures like here like like i remember like the first time like i got here like um i i never saw like this much different people like in my life like maybe i would see like maybe one different like person like a different race come through like into like the neighborhood and like everybody will make a big deal about it and like here it's like mm-hmm. there's like this australians there's like africans there's like chinese like we have everybody and it's like it's so beautiful to see that <laughs> i think it's amazing it's, it's true like i never knew i was going to meet like you know some of them at different places Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, talking about like um, getting into the community and like, uh, I know you've been part of like Western Edge Youth Expo. Um, yes. Not Expo. I don't know what's the last word. It's Western Edge Youth um, something. Western Edge Youth Art. Arts. Like yes. Youth yes. Mm. How was that experience for you? It was amazing. Like one of my majors at uni so one of the training I'm training to be the drama teacher as well so mm. I think um, you know having that experience before back in high school and now at uni I think it's just um, really good so working with Western Age was really really amazing we did a lot of shows I got to meet people from like different places different cultures and getting to work um, through plays and some plays we write ourselves and mm. incorporate music, dance, and all that. I think it's really amazing, yeah. Yeah. I always find that um, this, the spaces that, like, you have art and that you have the youth to come together, I think it's one of the most important things to have, especially in a multicultural um, community where, like, everybody's so, like, different and everybody's going to their own thing everybody's doing their own thing like to have that place where you can all like meet like did you meet like any new friends there like what was those experiences like i'm meeting new friends um you know like in drama or like in acting you get to work in an ensemble and so in that you practically become brothers and sisters Mm. friends because if you do not have that relationship, sometimes it can become really hard, really hard to work together because it requires yeah. that connection, that relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I've made new friends over the years. Um, been with Western Asia, has been great. And also um, other theater companies as well. So it's been, it's been incredible. 
what is the other uh, theater that you've been part of apart from uh, Western Edge? Um, so the one that I've been part of is one that I'm in right now. Um, yeah. It's called North, North Youth Theater. Mm. So that's, um, yeah, it's really, it's amazing. So it's the same people that we were, we were with. Um, so what's the age? Mm. And then, and then, because um, I live in Geelong, so there's like Geelong Edge. Mm. So, because you know, or else we would be like traveling a lot and all that. So, yeah, separation. And then after that, we are no longer with Western Edge, we're just with a new theater company mm. um, called North Youth Theater. So, that's mm. what we work with, and we create things. And yeah, we're just working with something currently, awesome. all virtual online. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, yeah, so that's the youth theater I am involved in currently while studying. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you also do like a lot of music. Uh, how did you get started? Like you in in your music, what was your like influence to make you like want to do music? Well, like I started music. Um, you know, let's say singing. Yeah, I started singing in um, such a such a young age. Mm. You know, like in choirs um, back in Africa, and then coming here. Um, you know, I was I was singing at school and um sorry. I was singing at school, I was singing at community centers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, either by myself or with choir groups, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and also singing at church. Um yeah, so the those are pretty much like relocations and either like mm. uh performing and singing. So I started in such a young age and Ever since that, I've just built um, that connection and improved myself um, through the experiences of, of hard and, um, yeah, just continue to, continue to sing and continue to like other people, I think. <laughs> mm, I think that's great yeah. that you um, were able to, like, just find inspiration from your community and, like, and use that yeah. to, like, do your own thing and, like, become a like a musician and stuff it's great you also do a yeah. lot of like um songwriting tell me a little bit about that <laughs> well so you know i've been a very long time singer mm. i never like that idea of you know i'm always wanted to write songs but i never really had that okay so you know i'm ready now but what i would usually do is like you know have a song in mind i would just record the voice like it, but I never really had the time to sit down and be like, okay, let's work on this. I'm just, yeah, I think this life situation has captured me. It's made me really busy. But I think COVID has really brought another side of me in terms of music. Because, mm. you know, now, um, you know, I've written songs and I've also, like, put music to it as well. Whenever mm. I can, because obviously, like, you know, you need making me busy. But mm. whenever I can, yeah, I've gotten into that songwriting mode I think it's been really amazing and I'm like why didn't yeah. you start this ages ago but yeah, yeah I, think every, I guess everything has a reason but <laughs> yeah I guess um that's one of the I guess positive things about like this situation yeah. it's like we we get time to like do all this stuff that we we might have like left in the past and like look over I think it's a time mm-hmm. to like 
yeah, to be creative and do great things. So, what kind of what kind of music do you like to listen to? Up. Oh, I am a big fan <laughs> of music. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, gospel music is my go-to mm. song. Yeah, I I love listening to gospel music, like watching other like um singers sing, like leading like worship songs and. Yeah, mm. different variety of like Christian genre, I think. Yeah. Do you have any favorite artist or? Yeah, I love Tasha I think she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tasha Cobbs and I also love Sinatch. And a few more. I think I think over the that Tasha Cobbs is my number one fave, and then all the others just come over the years. But yeah. I think yeah. I would get I like every one. <laughs> mm, that's pretty great. Um, do you like put the Congolese influence into your music? Like, um, I know you listen to like, a lot of. Do you listen to like a lot of Congolese artists? Uh, yeah. You? Um, I listen to a lot of um, you know, Congolese artists. Yes, and you know, I I enjoy the music as well, mm. but because I haven't been listening to the more like the Congolese stuff I listen to more um you know like specific like you know see I don't even have one like specific <laughs> word because I don't even I spend, listen I I spend most of the time listening to um western um watch like mm. gospel yeah I do listen to you know like Congolese let's say African yeah, yeah. but I haven't really like have that main one that you know i would just be like yes yes maybe yeah. i do but yeah yeah uh, yeah i know <laughs> a few i know a few but like most of them are not yeah. gospel like yeah i know a few but i barely like i barely listen to music like you you probably listen to more music yeah. than i do like i don't you don't listen to music no. what do you do i make them but i don't listen to it <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good I, don't, point. <laughs> I don't have time to listen. I swear to God, man. <laughs> yeah, I do listen to more, especially when I'm working, mm. doing my work, school work, anything. Yeah. It'll be like listening. Yeah. Mm. You've been like exercising during COVID or? Oh, yeah. I just started. I think yeah, it's very started. hard for me. I just started. Yeah, I just, That's I cute. thought of something to add it to my routine. Nice. Because I found that my body would get exhausted, would get tired, especially being in my final year. Mm. And the overwhelming amount of work that I get mm. is just too much. So I just, sometimes I'll be drained and I wouldn't understand why. But now I've dedicated like an hour to, you know, be outside, go for a walk, do a bit yes. of jogging. Yeah, so I just, yeah. That's really good. I'm glad you yeah. like, you're doing something you know, positive, productive. productive for your body. And if you need, if yeah. you need, if you need any exercises, yogas, exercises, I'll, I'll send you, I will send you some videos for sure. Cause I send them to my brothers and they don't. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Okay. You send me a video and I'll do it. Just watch it. Yeah. Wow. You just, you, you, you try, you try it. And then you tell me how I'll to try it. I never get connected to yoga. Like, they break my bones. <laughs> oh, boy. None of that. None of that stuff. But, yeah, for sure. I love that you're, that you're you know, keeping productive. You're doing your uni stuff. You're doing everything. 
yeah and during this pandemic it's like you're being a great um i guess example for everybody <laughs> which is yeah which is awesome Funny getting that <laughs> which is awesome because i think everyone is dealing with it um differently but yeah no there's a lot of people that are dealing with it um to motivate themselves and to be better and to do better yeah. i feel like um it's very important to to keep our energies up and like to keep going and to keep because yeah. life mm -hmm. doesn't wait for anybody you know you gotta <laughs> get your you gotta get your each together or you're gonna be left behind mm. yeah absolutely you need to yeah mm. it's been awesome chatting with you about everything mm -hmm. that you do and um looking forward to probably meeting you definitely meeting you one day uh in person so we can talk more about like teaching uni music everything music. everything <laughs> congolese culture <laughs> everything man thank you so much yeah. thank you so much for being Thanks on the for podcast me, yeah. mm, it's been a pleasure thank you mm. yeah it's been great all right All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to Bring Back Live, Live FM is the Connect podcast with Mikhail. Thank you to Irene. We're out. Bye.